Hey y'all, welcome to What's Up Next. I'm Demetrius. And I'm Justine. You are now tuned into our podcast where we take a deep dive into some interesting topics and everyday situations that we face as a young millennial couple. For those of you who don't know us, What's Up Next is a play on my soon-to-be last name, but it's for sure a common phrase in our household. Anyway, let's stop talking and let's get into this week's episode. Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. What's up, What's Up Next family? Welcome back. We're excited to be back after our two-week break. Uh... We had some some things that happened. People had 25th birthdays. So uh, first and foremost, happy belated birthday to Mr. Demetrius Watts. Uh, super excited for you. How do you feel after coming off of 24, freshly into 25? Feel good. Feel good. Um, it was a great birthday overall. Uh, me personally, I was telling clients of mine that uh, I feel like this was the first birthday where I actually felt content with where I was at in life. Yeah. Um, there have been past birthdays where there was always something where I wasn't Happy where I was financially or health-wise, um, anything. Professionally, it was just like there was always something. But this is the actual first birthday where I'm like, I'm grateful for where I'm at and where I'm headed. And I was really just at peace with that. And so for that, I would say it was the best birthday. Good. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, salute to you. That's exciting. Uh, Appreciate that. So we'll let you roll it in with the topic yeah. this week. Yeah, so... Um, like I told you, um, I was at the shop watching, I believe, Undisputed with Skip and Shannon. And, you know, often if you watch that show, uh, you know, they talk about two things. It's the Dallas Cowboys and LeBron James. And they were talking about LeBron James. And I just kind of had this epiphany or thought, you know, after seeing for many years, LeBron always being critiqued about what he is and what he isn't. And it's constantly like will y'all judge him based off what he wants to be rather than who y'all want him to be you know what i'm saying so they always talk about lebron don't have this killer instinct like that's what keeps him from being great but it's like did y'all ever ask lebron if that's what he wants to be classified as yeah does he want to be identified as that or who does he model his game and his life after if so like and if it's different from yours that's who we should compare and that's how we should judge them by Mm -hmm. not what we want them to be and so it led me to that exact question of, uh, or statement rather, of <clears throat> judge people based upon what they want to be rather than what you want them to be. Right. And too often do we judge people not knowing maybe they want to be average. Maybe they want to be right where they're at and they're comfortable with mm-hmm. that. Or maybe they're elevating and looking at a different role model that we might not know. Yeah. Precisely. Like... We just don't know, and so it's always unfair, and we and it's just messed up all all around. Because in a perfect world, yeah, you would ask everybody like, "Hey, how do you want to be judged?" Like, you know, I have this criteria of what I think you can be, but if that if your individual criteria is way different, maybe we should grade people on their criteria rather than our own. And I know I had brought that up to you. Uh, I brought that to your attention, and you had mentioned something of well. How do I still motivate you to be better? Um, so yeah. I wanted to ask you, like, expand on that. Yeah, so I think there's a fine line between judging someone based on where they are and challenging them to be a better version of themselves. Like, and the example that we had used was if you wanted to just be a basic dude, whatever, it, whatever that looks like, right? And I said, you know, I think you could do this or you should really, you know 
go back to school for this. Like, that's me challenging you, right? Mm -hmm. As opposed to me saying, like, you need to do this in order to be this person or to be this for me. But is that not judging me based on what you want me to be rather than asking what are my life aspirations? Yeah, but sometimes things are self-evident where it's like, if you don't have, and this is not the case, we're talking hypotheticals, right? Like, Mm -hmm. if you don't have the motivation to get up and be a better version of you, I have to challenge you. Okay, that's true. And that's that's only, and yes, you're right, but that's only applicable in the situation where like, hey, I tell you. Uh, I'm content. Is that what you're saying? No. In the situation where I tell you, like, hey, this is where I want to be. I, I aspire for higher, and I just don't act on it. That is when you can hold me to that standard. But okay. for you to have that standard set for me when I haven't already stated that, that, that makes no sense. Okay, so, like... How can you project your expectations over my life? And granted, I get it. Like, as a partner, take take what we know and what we feel okay. is normal out Fair. of it. And really just look at it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm projecting what I want you to be, although that may not even align with what you want want. at all. And how does that make any sense? So what I want needs to be made clear, made very clear to you Mm -hmm. in order for you to then hold me to that standard. Precisely. To challenge me to be that individual. Yeah. And and there will be situations that I just believe if I think about you and I in reality, like there will be things where you could be like, hey, I want this. And I can push you towards that, but I can also be like, well, I know you're at seven, but you could also be at 12 here. And I'm just using random numbers. I'm saying, uh-huh. like, saying like, it could be on a spectrum of 100. I don't really care. I'm just using them for scale purposes mm-hmm. or uh, imagery, if you will. You, you'd be like, all right, I'm a zero. I'm at ground zero. Man, I just want to get to a seven and I'll be content. But you have potential to be a 12. Yeah. Is it your job to push me to a 12 or is it my job That's to push my myself? question. That's my question. Is that within my rights to push you to that? Or should I just let you be all that you want to be at that seven? Like, Are we talking outside of being partners? Like, just, even as friends, as a, as a, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm going to push you different than I push my sibling. Yeah. I would say, you know, I'm on a personal level. Like, I'm not critiquing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan. I've never met the guy. That's not my job to critique. But no, a right. person that you actually have a, a relationship. I uh, think it is your your duty to push me to be the best version of myself with the maximum amount of potential. It is your job. It's my job. Even if you don't want it. Even if that's not the goal that you have for yourself. Because once I do that, then I become the stickler. Then I become the, hey, bruh, enough is... And nothing's ever good enough for you. And I've also been on the, I mean, if we're getting into it, I've been on that side of the spectrum with you. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, dang, bro. Like, I know I messed up on this before. I finally do a couple things right. Like, now I'm at the thing, or now I'm at the, uh, how am I saying this? Okay, let me get it this way, What's though. Up? Is, okay, let's say I go from the zero to the seven that I wanted to be at. I think that's when you then step in and say, okay, I think you can push a little bit more. Just like we do, like, as simple as workouts, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we'll be doing abs together, and I'm like, nope, I'm done. Like, I'm ready to go home. It's over. I think you got a little bit more, and you got five more minutes in you. Like, okay, now I'm pushing you. Because you've already met the expectation, right, that you set for yourself. Let's just see if we can push you a little bit farther beyond that. Yeah. and then- I think that is your job. 
that is, or I won't say that's your job, but that does fall in line with something that you have the ability to do in order to make me better if I'm not willing to do it for myself. Okay. I can dig that. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. But in your scenario where you were talking about like, yes, you could do three, four things that are good and you know, that's not good enough. Is that my job when we're talking about relationship goals and standards and things like that? Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm getting at. And that is your job. Well, that's anybody's job as a significant other is to make sure that whatever commitment or standard that's set, that it's upheld. Um, and granted, sometimes on the person who is required to meet that standard, you feel like you've met it, but that person is going to continue to push you to being better at it. So it's like, it's a never ending cycle, if you will. And I think that's what they say like about marriage and a lot of stuff is like, well, there's no, there's no finish line. Like it just is what it is. You, you don't, it doesn't stop. Yeah. It doesn't, there, you don't reach this level of happiness and it just, it's sustained all the way through for the next 15 odd years, yeah. whenever you hit that mark, it don't work like that. Like you can always be better. You can always, yeah. there is no finish line. Yeah, and I th- when you say that, I think about... With anything. Right, but specifically, I think about your consultation calls or, like, things that you've been having in the past. So, uh, can I speak to that? Sure. So, uh, more and more frequent, you are having, like, consultation calls with other barbers who are pursuing to, you know, give more advanced or... Services. Services, things of that sort. So, mm-hmm. um for the last two of them, I've been in the room, like recording or whatever it may be. And there are certain things that you'll do that I'll pay attention to. And for those who don't know, like I do training as literally as my job. That is my job is to train people for two weeks to prepare them for the leading success of their life for job. Blah, blah, blah. blah. It's, her, it's her profession. We don't have jobs. We have professions. Okay, Go sorry. Ahead. <laughs> um, but there are certain things that you do that I'll be like, you know, if you did did this a little bit better, or if you had prepared and provided this, this would have been a, like, it could have made it that much greater. But I will always give you the, you did absolutely amazing, that one was better than the last one, and you're progressively growing, but it is, I believe, my job, if I have the resources and the tools and the understanding to say, hey, this is something that can make this a better experience for the other individual, or a better experience for yourself, that is my job to tell you. But you know why that? is your job or why you feel so comfortable doing so hmm. is because you know my desire with how well I want to be to perform yeah, yeah how well I want to perform when it comes right. to education and really like these people are paying me to pick my brain yeah. I don't want to come half stepping I don't want to come lacking and so you know that so of course yeah. you're yeah, not yeah. you're not even gonna yeah you're gonna congratulate me tell me okay better job but you're already thinking about hey this is what you could do better because you know how I'm coming Right. And I've already made that clear to you that that what my standard is for myself. So I think that helps you in a way uh, of just knowing, all right, man, you said it. So I'm going to tell you how it is straight up. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think- but if I never if I if I never told you, hey, I want to be good at this. And it's kind of just like I was, I just was going through yeah. a lackadaisical. You probably wouldn't feel as inclined uh, to share my areas of improvement with me because it's like right oh, he, he's cool where he's, he's at fine. so what do you do with an individual or what in your opinion what do you do with an individual who doesn't really see the doesn't see the seven right 
doesn't see like, okay, this is what I'm I'm gonna get to, this is my goal, this is my number that I'm I'm gonna reach, right? If that person is your significant other, it's me, and I don't have a standard that I'm setting for myself, then how do you come across and say like, okay, I think that you're capable of this, but I don't wanna step on any toes, you know mm, what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause that's, that's where you could really get it confused. Cause I know a lot of relationships do that where like if someone's doing something, or someone's lacking in an area Mm -hmm. and you're like I know that you're capable of this but you just don't want to do it and you just don't want to try how do you get that person out of the not willing to try mode you tell me because I know I've been on that side of that person trying to get you to try and trying to really understand what you can do on a physical level and the times I did, I was either shot down or kind of like, hey, bro, I don't need you to be my coach. I don't need you to do this. I don't need you to motivate me during a workout. But I seen so much potential in you and wanted you to tap into that, but you didn't yeah. want it for yourself. So how did you handle that? On the receiving end of that, I think I had to tuck my tail and be like, this person wants to help me and put my pride to the side for a minute. Because also remember, I don't, I didn't like working out with you to begin with. Mm-hmm. So that was already a barrier that was kind of like, okay, now I have to overcome that. On top of now, I can work out with him. I can be in the same gym, whatever. Now I'm like literally doing workouts with that individual and you're now motivating me or telling me like, nope, you got one more in you. You got this much more in you. To me, it was kind of like, you don't know how I feel physically. So like, yes, I'm tired. Yes, I'm done. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. But on your end, because I've also been on that side of like, no, you do. And I know you do. You're just quitting on yourself. I'm not going to allow you as a significant other to quit on yourself. Does that make sense? No, for sure. So yeah, it's pride. It's pride. That's all it is, is pride. You're not willing to take someone else's advice or take someone else's Uh, words of motivation because you're too proud not to accept it yeah I want to say pride or fragility Mm, like go into that like if I told if you told me just cause I'm just flip it you know if you told me hey watch man I think you can do this with your business and it will really double your income. Is it is it prideful to me to be like, what is, how, how do I say this? Okay. What is speaking? My pride or my fragility with the fact that somebody else was able to tell me what I can do better about my business? I think they go hand in hand. That's what I'm saying. I, I like, think they go hand in hand. Yeah. And I think as you said it back to yourself, yeah, you're I'm like, like, oh. Because if you told me, like, I think you could be better. Okay. If you came back to me, even after I said to you, like, how you could be better about your consultation calls, you came back and was like, you could be more prepared if, you know, you wrote your notes 15 minutes before. And I was like, bro, you can't tell me about being in, like, the corporate world. You've never done. Like, that's pride like Mm -hmm. you can't tell me something that you've never done but that person really might have some insight on something that you really don't know or they used it in a different form or fashion and they're trying to flip it to make it easier for you you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so yes i think 
they go hand in hand. That's yeah. my ending statement right there. <laughs> nah, I, I would agree. So it's just a thought that I had. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think too often parents, significant others, uh, shoot, people that don't even know us personally in the community, hold us to these standards that are like ones that they think we should be based off what they see or know about us. And it's not even what we're trying to be. You know who who talked about that a lot? Who? Michelle Obama in Becoming. Because she was, or I guess in the Becoming, uh, the Netflix series mm-hmm. or video or however we want to put that. Um, I think she also speaks to it in her book, if I don't, if I recall. Correct. Yeah, if I recall. Um, but she says, like, you know, the one thing that she doesn't ask kids is, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because that puts these kids in this mindset that I have to be a lawyer, I have to be a doctor, or I have to be the actor, rather than the person that's behind the camera, the director, this. Like, you're putting this person in this mindset of being something that they really, at that age, don't know what they want to be. And right, like, I'm taking it back to, like, adolescent days. But in that time, how many of these young kids are you talking to, like, I want to be an NBA player? Who were they looking at? Right now, in this in this day and age, who are they looking at? LeBron's. Like, I don't, I don't know who else, because I don't watch basketball like that. But No, I mean, not. You and, know what I'm saying? And to that point, I think I was telling my guy Banks this. <laughs> I know you guys share his name all the time, but I, next to Justine, he's probably who I spend the most of my time with throughout the week. So, <laughs> just get used to hearing his name. Uh, I was telling him that <clears throat> one thing that I wish somebody would have told me knowing that my goal in high school was to be in the NFL or to get a full athletic scholarship was, yo, you got to do more to be more. Like, you can't just go to practice. Like, you need to stay after daily. It needs to be a ritual. Yeah. It needs to be the standard that I'm going to stay after practice and put in extra uh, reps. Excuse me. And I say that to say, if a kid tells me, like, Yo, I want to go to NBA. I want to be the next LeBron, Steph Curry, KD, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm asked that kid, what you, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing to get there? Because if you're doing the bare minimum, it's not going to get you there, enough. fam. It's not going to get you there. And so therefore, I'm once again, I'm going to judge you based upon the standard that you set for yourself, yeah. not the one that I held you to. Because I might have told you you could have been a, a dope uh, landscaper. You could have a great landscaping business, but that if that ain't the thing that you, you have want. for yourself, and you want right. to you want to be the NBA player, I'm judging you based off that. And so if you whack, That's fair. I'm judging you based off that. <laughs> and if you good, I'm judging you based off that. Like, right. It all ties in together. Right. So whatever you decide you want to be, and you're gonna go at it full steam. Understand, you're gonna be ju- judged based upon that. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) I don't know if I can end it much better than that, but like, that's pretty much it. And I think that was, we sit here and talk about LeBron and we're judging him on the the Jordans, right? But you said what? He was, who who was he idolizing? Yeah. Idolizing, I said it lightly. No, people who watch LeBron obviously knows he's a passer and more often than he'll talk about Jordan, he'll talk about the the Magic Johnsons or the Larry Birds. Like, yeah. Like, why are y'all comparing to a guy he probably didn't even idolize coming up? Yeah, of course he. Let me not say he didn't idolize. Everybody looked up to MJ, but don't compare him to somebody who he didn't model his game after. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all crucify him for not having a killer instinct, bro. He paving his own way. 
We so worried about people not. Go ahead. <laughs> we so we so worried about people not sticking to the status quo or what? How do I say this? We so worried about people not being in the lane that we want them to be that we completely ignore this whole new lane that they're creating. Way too often. Way too often. Like, do we do that? In everything, in every industry, in every art, in every craft. Which is why the term stay in your lane is the term. We always want people to stay in their lane rather than diverting off of that and creating their own or... Like Jordan Peele created all... Oh, now we get into basketball players. I don't know all this. Jordan Peele? Football? No, the producer for... Director. Yes. Okay. Us, get out. Woo! Yeah, it's time to wrap it up. You sleepy, huh? In conclusion to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, there is one last thing that we did need to make sure to tell people. Oh, yeah. If you have not already, make sure that you pop your I Am Great t-shirt by KP. If you use the code WhatsAppNext on the checkout, you will get 15% off. Uh, She just came out with a Black Lives Matter Mm -hmm. version. Love it. Go cop one if you haven't already. And then double back on the tag.